Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We are your hosts, Kendra and Nicole. Thank you for joining <laughs> us for <laughs> another episode. This is episode 23. And so we are super excited to be here and to share with you guys. So let's jump into our weekend recap. Nicole, what did you do this weekend? Oh my goodness. This weekend I had an actual life. Listen to hey. that. oh my goodness so I know I did something Friday I don't remember what it was (laughs) it was so long ago yeah it was so so long ago I know I did something so fun and I don't I do not remember what it was but I had time of my life on Friday and then Saturday I had a great time what did I do I don't remember but then Sunday was Halloween (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm sorry, y'all. Let's just get straight to it. So Sunday, I messed around and, um, oh no, that's what I did. I went to a birthday party. See? Oh. Listen, I I knew I did something. So on Saturday, on Saturday, it was my niece's birthday party, her one-year-old birthday party. And my kids finally got to meet um, their cousin that used to live in New York, their first cousin. Wow. And they got to meet their uncle for the first time. One of the, they have two uncles, well, they have three uncles, but there's one they hadn't met before. So they got to meet that uncle. And um, I was really proud of my sister-in-law because it was her daughter's first birthday and she threw this whole party thing at the park. And Mm -hmm. like, it's a lot to throw a kid's birthday party. And just for it to be her first kid and throw it. I know it's a big deal. So I was super proud of her and my kids act so well. They, 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 they like the, this past like couple months or so they've like matured a little bit and Mm -hmm. to see your kids act well mannered, like, and you know, they've come a long way, you know? Right. It's just like, (laughs) Go kids, do your thing. <laughs> go mom, go daddy. Yeah, go daddy. <laughs> Even like I got the gold star. Right. So we went to the birthday party. They had a great time. They listened. They participated. They got their face painted. Went in the jumper. The whole shabam. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a long drive, and they didn't complain. They hung out. They took nap. Like it was just beautiful. Like and the then, perfect day. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the perfect day. Except one thing on Saturday, I learned that I just am never going to be on time for anything ever again in my life. <laughs> we were supposed to leave the house at 12, 1230. Mm-hmm. I started getting everybody ready like 930. Mm-hmm. We didn't leave till 230. What? Party started at 130. Oh my God. And how? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably started at one thirty. We got there at three thirty. Oh my gosh! And we used to be the couple that would get there right at the time, or just a few minutes later, or thirty minutes later. Like we were pretty, like you know, prompt, you know. Yeah. But bottle feeding, showers, picking out clothes. I take a shot. Like it was just like it was just a lot. A lot. Yeah. And Especially so, anyways, kids. Yeah, it was a whole lot. And then Sunday, of course, was Halloween. Um, I felt so bad because I was going to take my kids to this outdoor um, trick-or-treat thing, but, you know, we don't, we don't get anywhere on time anymore. <laughs> right. So when we got there, all the candy was gone. <laughs> Yay. 
So they were a little disappointed, but then I was like, oh, we're going to go in the neighborhood. Don't you guys worry? You know, like my husband like stepped in because I was feeling mom guilt like, dang, I I disappointed my children. (laughs) But they wanted to play and stuff, you know, so whatever. Mm -hmm. So then we go through the neighborhood. We saw our old neighbors and we just had a really good time. Mm -hmm. We got back home. They fell asleep on the way home. And it just was like a fun weekend, like Saturday, birthday party, Sunday, Halloween, Friday, we did something, I don't remember. And it was just (laughs) like, you know? Yeah, it's fun. Like we have like stuff to do that's like, you know, you get it going, everybody's excited. Yeah, that's fun. And I think we kind of forgot what that was like, just because Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, everything, we were pretty like serious about, especially with the baby and stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, so it was like, wow, these past two weekends, we have really lived out here. And we're like, wow, we're living. Feels good. Feels good to live again. (laughs) Yes. But what about you? What'd you do? Oh, wait. Yes. Tell us about the trunk retreat. You had to. um... Yes. Okay. So the trunk retreat was not the event that I had to do. That the event I have to do is this coming Friday, the carnival. But they did have the trunk or treat on Friday. So that's what we did Friday. We took the kids to uh, the trunk or treat. We let them wear like costumes. I didn't want them to wear their costumes for actual Halloween. So I let them wear their costumes from like last year. Or Bryson wore Kendon's costume from like two years ago. And then Kendon wore his costume from like last year or the year before. Because we put all the, after Halloween, we put all their costumes in, like, the dress-up bin. Right. So they can wear them, like, whenever they want. So we did the trunk retreat. That was really cute. Like, um, it was, like, our first event at his school. And so we were all excited. We were there, like, right on time, <laughs> sitting in the parking lot at 5.55. Like, I'm so excited. Because one of the moms told me, she was like, girl, get there on time. Because if you don't, all the candy going to be gone. Yeah. So because I guess they, it's not a big school. So like, um, they had, they had a good amount of cars, but they were giving the candy out in like big handfuls. Oh, wow. They weren't like, his bucket was full on the first row. I was like, why are they giving them so much candy? <laughs> like, you know, what, I, was like, make up I was like, that's when candy runs out because they were giving big handfuls to each kid or they would just let them get it themselves. And so, but it was really cute. A lot of creative, um, creative trunks, um, and cars and stuff. So that was fun. And then Saturday we did absolutely nothing. Uh, we lounged around all day. We cleaned Friday. We usually clean our house on Saturday, but we cleaned Friday. So we was like big chilling. And then Sunday, I went grocery shopping, watched church, and then that evening, we went trick-or-treating. We decided to dress up as Space Jam this year. So if you guys looked at somebody's mama um, Instagram, I posted a picture of me and the kiddos um, in the story, and we had fun. Um, Our neighborhood is like a newer neighborhood. And so everybody was like talking about it in the, the Facebook like group chat before Halloween. Like, 
what's everybody doing? Is everybody going to be here? What time, sorry, what time are your kids are going to be um, walking around? Um, what's up with the adult situation? And so they're like literally in the Facebook group chat, like this is going to be me. And they had like, um, it was like a meme of one of the parents or the kid, them passing out candy and then the parent in the window with the little baby bottle of alcohol, like trying to get some. <laughs> so when I tell you that's my neighborhood, like my neighborhood was lit. I was like, you know, so we decided my husband was going to pass out candy and I took my son to walk around and while my other son was like napping or whatever, he decided to take a nap at six o'clock. Who told him to do that? I don't know. <laughs> so we got him all dressed and he fell asleep. So I have no pictures with uh, we have one family picture, but I don't have any pictures with the kids together because oh. Bryson just fell asleep while we were taking pictures of Kendon. So I'll probably make them put the outfits back on and take pictures. But anyway. <laughs> Listen, gotta get the picture. Gotta get the photo. What was the point, right? Yeah. So, because Bryson was Bugs Bunny and Kendon was LeBron James and he was so into character he was walking around telling everybody i'm lebron james <laughs> but he couldn't say his name properly <laughs> i'm lebron james <laughs> oh my goodness i was like you don't have to bang on people when you tell them you have lebron james like calm down but anyway so we're walking around everybody's passing out candy everybody's so excited to be outside like it's like good vibes and so um the parents, they have buckets out, coolers out. They're like trying to get some, passing out baby bottles, passing out beer, jello shots. One of my neighbors had like mango, uh, like some type of mango shooter with tahine and chamoy around the rim. What? <laughs> Came out the house like, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm stopping by next year. What I tell you, my neighborhood is lit. I'm not exaggerating. They had hamburgers, hot dogs. Somebody had deviled eggs. Like, they're just like, everybody's excited in our community that we're all here. And because when we moved here, it was a pandemic. Yeah. So a lot of us never really met each other besides like last Halloween. And they had like a, um, they had a 4th of July event, but we didn't go. But, you know, we rarely see each other because everybody was in their houses and stuff and we hadn't gotten a chance to get to know each other. And so my neighbor directly behind me, um, I never really got to like speak with her. I talked to her on the Facebook chat. So when she came around, I'm like, are you so-and-so? She's like, yeah. I'm like, hey girl. And so, and so we, we finally like exchanged numbers. I was just like, um, how old are your kids? And I'm like telling her, she's like, oh yeah, we could do a little play date, you know, da, da, da. but um, it was fun to finally like get her phone number and like, she's like, sorry for the loud noise or whatever, because they're, um, they have like little get togethers and stuff. And so um, they're outside a lot, but I'm like, we can't really hear anything until like we go into our bedroom, yeah. but I can hear for a little bit and then I fall asleep. So I'll be fine, but it was really fun um Kendra had a great time talking to all the kids and we just had a really good time hanging out finally getting a chance to like talk to our neighbors you know yeah so that was lit and now we just have all this candy for no reason okay like candy galore <laughs> I have so much candy and you know what 
people pass out a lot of full, like full candy yeah. bars this year. Yes, full size candy bars. Yeah. Yeah. And Kendon, I was like, Kendon doesn't really eat candy. Like he likes chocolate, but he doesn't really eat like he doesn't know candy like that. Yeah. So I'm like looking like, don't get that. Get the like, you know, like <laughs> when they have the big, they're passing out the big candy. And he grabs the Skittles. I'm like, you just got a big bag of Skittles from the other people. Like, get those Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> like, grab the Snickers. Okay, you see the biggest one? Grab the, like, right yeah, there. Like, grab the Twix. But, That's um, so funny. But, yeah, it was funny. It's, like, really cool, like, when the whole neighborhood participates. I think there was only, like, one or two houses that um, they weren't home. But... Oh. Everybody else was like, wait. So that See, that's how you do it. Um, I forgot to mention that. Uh, so I never really dress up. And so um, my kids were like, where's your costume? I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. And then the, my husband was like, oh yeah. They're like, where's your costume to act? Because he was supposed to be a marshmallow. They told him he needed to be a marshmallow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I, don't, I forgot. And they were like, my son was like, dad don't worry we have a costume for you (laughs) and I was like what do they got oh my gosh they pulled out his Mr. Incredible outfit oh my god my husband's been Mr. Incredible for three years (laughs) (laughs) and because he's tall he's my husband's six five so when he puts it on um he gotta wear shorts with it (laughs) and my daughter goes my son goes, Dad, why are you always put the shorts on with your Mr. Incredible? Like, just wear your Mr. Incredible outfit. And my daughter goes, because he needs privacy. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You know what? It's time to go. It's so yeah, she's she, me and my husband was cracking up. So then but yeah, he's Mr. Incredible. So the whole night, everybody is like, hey, Mr. Incredible. Hi, Mr. Incredible. All night. Oh, and then we didn't realize we had the perfect amount to do the whole family. The whole family, yeah. So now next year, we're going to do the whole family. He has to be Mr. Incredible again. <laughs> again, for, four, for the fourth year. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so, hilarious. Okay, let's... Speaking of costumes. Oh, well. Or Hot Topics, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of costumes, good segue. Go, girl. <laughs> Let's talk about the celebrity um, the celebrity costumes that we saw. Like, or just costumes in general that we liked. Um, everybody knows that Sierra killed the game this year. Like, yeah. she came out the gate swinging. And I loved it. Like she did a great job with Selena. Someone mentioned like that that costume is like overdone, and y'all need to leave her alone and stop trying to. Uh, <laughs> like, why? Why do we stop every um every Halloween? I'm like, why? She's a legend, first of all. Hello, and yeah. now it's a great costume if you can pull it off. And Sierra definitely pulled it off. Like she looked beautiful. She looks beautiful. And you know what? Not only was she beautiful doing that, the way she pulled off that TLC look. Yes. 
I was like, wait, she's all three. All three, and she channeled them really well. And the pro- hello, the production of it all, okay? Yeah. Like, I noticed that, though, like, the celebrities, like, they really go out. I saw last night that um, Toya, um, Lil Wayne's ex-wife, and Rashida, and one of their other friends, they did TLC as well. And oh, they had them in like the the silk pajamas, and they had like the um the drapery in the back, and they was like doing a little dance. I was like, oh, it's so cute! Like they had their hair, um, in the styles. Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta, she always goes like super goes out. Um, the, I don't know if you know what character that was, but the makeup was crazy. Oh yeah, she was um from. Uh, the Wicked Witch of Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. She was the girl. You know, the girl that's going through the... I know she was, like, green and look... Oh, no, you're talking about in the other outfit, yeah. And she said, and then her, her face got ripped off or whatever. But she did, too. She did, on, on Halloween, she did um, The Wizard of Oz. And then pr- before that, she did some green witch or something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the makeup on that was, like, really crazy. Um, Oh, okay, I I just saw it right now. I just Googled it. Whoa. Do you know who Tasha K is? Yeah. So Tasha K was Boosie. (laughs) Oh, yeah! I saw (laughs) that! She looked just like him! I was cracking up. I'm like, why does she look just like him? She did a good job. Nick Cannon too. Nick Cannon did um Steve Harvey. Yeah. And that was really good. he said it's too little be, to be trying to be Steve Harvey, but he did yeah. he had the audience and everything. So yeah. And then I thought um I thought Saweetie did a good job be bringing out Holly Berry. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Yeah. That was unexpected. Yeah, it was unexpected. And uh Rihanna being little gunna or gunna. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, oh yeah, girl. She had the exact outfit. Regine did little Kim. Oh yeah. I feel like somebody does that every year. Between that and the purple outfit with the little Tata hanging out, somebody does that every year. I feel like Regine need to sit her little ass somewhere down. <laughs> she, she's grown. She's an adult. She's, I can't handle it. Like, I can't see her as a I know. Adult. You still see her as a little girl. I still see her as a little girl, too. I'm looking like, girl, ah, you need to put some clothes on. But then, yeah, looking at it from an adult's perspective, it's like, she's grown. She works really hard on her body. She works out, like, all the time. Really? Yeah, she works out a lot. And um, her and her mom, you know, they have that um, fitness. Oh, yeah. They have like an app and like a whole like fitness um, movement that they do. Oh, I didn't know that. I know they work out with, I think, that guy, King of Fitness or something. Uh huh. But There's let's a look at the challenges and stuff. The best part of Halloween is when um, Mariah Carey came out and smashed <laughs> the pumpkins. Yes. <laughs> I love when people like make fun of themselves for the same stuff that people say like you know yeah. everybody was like um okay halloween is over we can uh defrost 
Mariah Carey now, or, or what they say, Mariah Carey's already defrosting. Like, <laughs> yeah. So for her to come out and do that, I thought that was dope. Yeah, and to be honest with you, if I wasn't, if we weren't recording right now, I'd be putting up my tree. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to put my tree up today too. It didn't happen, but it's going up sometime this week. It's going up, yeah, exactly. Sometime this week, probably maybe by Saturday, because the kids will be able to be there, you know. Yeah. But the tree going up. It's going up. My husband was like, "Really?" Because normally I'll wait till like Thanksgiving or like the week before Thanksgiving. I was like, "No, I'm not doing that anymore." November yeah. first, let's go. We need a good two and a half months to yeah to, uh celebrate and bask in all of the joy of Christmas and decorations. And I need to go to um, get my flannel candle from Bath and Body Works. And, and be ready it's just it's just that time and then my my husband just did something i'm like the lifetime movies i saw kelly got a christmas lifetime yes. movie kelly Baldwin. yes we read my husband my husband's like look babe they got all your movies up here already i was like yes yes you know what there's one christmas movie we're getting so off topic but there's one christmas movie i've seen the beginning one was so good and then i know there's a second one and i keep missing it and i gotta figure out this thing to see it it's the one when um she this is a story a lot of christmas stories are like this but the girl is black so it's different because Uh most of the most of them they're white you know yeah and i forgot the actress's name but she goes back to night yes oh the girl there's like three or four of them there's yes, there. and i keep missing it they're on netflix i think they're on netflix also mm-hmm. if you download the lifetime app yeah you can watch all of them okay because that first one is so good and it's really I, good i saw that she has a baby and stuff and i'm yeah. just like i i'm trying to watch it yeah it's really good i think it i think it's like it's not home i think it's lifetime if it's not it's either Lifetime, Hallmark, or BET. Either way, you can get any of those apps, download them, and watch them all. It's Keisha Knight, and it's a Christmas movie, and it's bomb. Yeah, just Google Keisha Knight Christmas movie, and it'll pop up. Anyway, let's mm-hmm. move on to our next hot topic. Um, so you guys know that we are fans of Real Housewives franchise, right? Right. So... I just learned Nicole enlightened me. Do you want to share Nicole the news? Mr. Andy Cohen himself announced that there will be a Real Housewives of Dubai. Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so lit. Because, you know, Dubai is like over the top yeah glamour luxury opulence all the things that is dubai right and that's what real housewives originally is supposed to like represent like you know ladies who are doing well their families the glitz the glam everything and that's what i like watching about the show the drama and all that stuff is good too but i like seeing you know how they live and whatever so I'm excited for Dubai because we're going to see some different, totally different content than what we're used to seeing with these other ladies in the States. So yeah, I'm excited. I hope that there's actually a Real Housewives of um, 
Johannesburg as well, but it's not through Bravo. Um. This is something that is on YouTube and I never can catch a full episode because it's kind of like broken up. So, but from the clips that I've seen, it's pretty good. So hopefully they get picked up as well. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that this whole thing in Dubai, like I used, I watched this realtor one time, she moved from out here and she moved to Dubai and she was looking at where she was going to live and she made a friend. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I saw it something. I've, I watched it some, something with these realtors and the houses and stuff, like the living, like it's next level. Next level. I'm so excited. When does it come out? Do you know? I don't know. I let me, I have to look, but I saw Andy announce it today. Oh, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be good. Yeah, because I'm not sure what's going on with Real Housewives Atlanta. They usually um, air in November, like the first or second week of November. But they, I think they just started filming. So it probably won't even be here until like spring or winter. I don't know. So, um, but Portia, her show should be coming out this month. So they have Portia's show and then they have the uh, Real Housewives girls trip where it's like people from all different franchises go go to um, I forgot where they go on vacation to but they all I think go Turks together. and Caicos. Yeah, yeah. And they all go together. So hopefully that's cool. I don't know. We'll see. You know what? We gotta go on but I'm watching um, I'm watching um, The Bachelorette right now. Oh, I keep forgetting to watch it. Women gotta catch it on Hulu, okay? The Bachelorette right now, it's good, okay? How is she doing? Is she doing us proud? She is doing us proud, okay? She is on there looking amazing, puts people in check. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. She's oh. a teacher, yeah, and you could tell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I hope she ends up with Nate, okay? Because Nate, he Ooh. looked like a better version of Chris Brown. What? A better version? Hello. A, a better version with green eyes. And it's Nate. That's the love of her life. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys watched um, Bachelorette, let us know who your your fave is right now. We'll we'll put a poll up on um, Instagram. Let us know who's your fave. Me I have tonight. to start watching it so that I can catch up and we can chat about it. In the, um... Yeah, because tonight is the third episode, so catch okay, on. Okay, I can catch up. I'm not too far behind. Yeah, you're not too far behind. It's just, it's good. It's good. Okay, I'm excited. The last little comment that we wanted to make about hot topics is. Buenas noches. All <laughs> <laughs> these roaches, okay? <laughs> so Miami put out some type of, is it a song? I guess it's a song. And she it said, was, okay, it's a song. It was supposed to be longer, but somehow, I don't know. It got short. Left out or whatever. Yeah, she was saying all these other people, she was supposed to name drop Drake and all these other people, but it just ended up being this group. <laughs> yeah so she basically name dropped a bunch of people she said it was supposed to be a fun song um uh, just you know just something fun to do short and fun right right so but she name dropped a lot of people some of these people are in relationships and whatever 
So there was a little stirring because Ari, um, which is, I forgot, who's her boyfriend? Moneybag. Moneybag. She mentioned something about him. She named everybody, okay? Yeah, the baby, little baby. Yeah. (laughs) Really funny. If you guys haven't listened to me, it's really funny. I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) See, um, I was telling Kendra earlier, I messed around and watched it like, listen to it in the middle of the night when it came out and at first I was like this can't be serious I didn't know what she was saying so then I had to listen to it to a second time and I was like did she just rhyme roaches with buenas noches and then I was like you know what I can't listen to it to a third time I'm just gonna go to bed okay right. and then the next day we see Meg the Stallion cracking up <laughs> on Instagram live talk about did she just rhyme Buenas noches with roaches. <laughs> I listen, fell out laughing. I listen, fell out laughing. Her laughing made my husband laugh, and he wasn't <laughs> even watching the video. <laughs> yeah, her laugh was so contagious, and she was like dying laughing. Like it was so funny, and she was like, "Did she just wait a minute? What?" <laughs> But I think Miami feelings was a little hurt. She came the next day, did her own live, and was like, I wasn't trying to ride. Roaches were buenas noches. Buenas noches <laughs> like the end of the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I'll ride. <laughs> but it's like, we're, okay, we get it. The end of the song, you're saying buenas noches. But the last line, you say, she says, put it on your face. Uh, put it in your face like them roaches. And then like, one beat, two beat. Buenas noches. <laughs> and then, like, you had to know that that Diddy talked about um, waking up one time with, like, 18 roaches on his face. If you didn't know that, then you're just like, what do you mean put it in your face like them roaches? Like, what does well, that mean? Because I didn't make that connection <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was just like, why is she talking about roaches? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then the uh, next day, she posted a picture of her and Diddy on some island or something. Like, um, no, it's hilarious. It's very entertaining. I will say that. Carnisha, she needs her, her name. Is not Carnisha. <laughs> what is it? Is her name Carnisha? Carisha. Carisha. <laughs> Oh my gosh. See, that's why I don't need to be in. <laughs> that's why I need to buy my business. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my God. She said, Oh Carisha. my God. <laughs> What's cool? Oh when I snow chips. When I snow chips. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. My okay, goodness. let's move on to our mama moment. Oh my gosh. Okay, you go, you go. Okay, so um, this week we actually <laughs> had parent-teacher conferences. Yay! Okay, so this is another little milestone, our first parent-teacher conference. And it was such a proud moment for me and my husband because his teacher spoke so highly of him, my older son, obviously. Yeah. And we did it over Zoom. And um so he kind of like was coming in and out of the office and he could hear what she was saying. And I'm so happy that he heard what she was saying because she literally was just speaking his praises, like spoke so highly of him. She said that he's a great listener. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> She's like, he follows all the rules. I'm like, what? <laughs> you look at him like, ah. oh, okay. <laughs> Me and my husband's sitting there confused, but no, we've heard her say that before. But um, yeah, she said that, you know, he is a big stickler for the rules and he makes sure that his friends follow the rules as well. So if they're supposed to stay in a certain area and they walk outside of that area, he, he's like, Miss Garcia said, you need to come back over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but she also said, she was just like, you know, he's really smart, very intelligent. She told a story about how, um, I guess he was in the cafeteria and the supervisor or somebody, I think the supervisor of the cafeteria was in there. And she said, um, oh, he was coming from outside or they were out in the outside area. And he says, look, there's an airplane. And she said, oh yes, where do you think it's going? And he said, um, it's probably going to the airport. <laughs> She was like, I just thought that was so brilliant. You know, another kid might have been like, I don't know where it's going. It's going home or whatever. And, you know, for him to make the association with if, if it's first of all, we can see it. If it's this close, it's going to the airport. <laughs> That's true. And That's so, true. Um, you know, other teachers on campus know who he is because he talks so much. And she's like, yeah, he's very talkative, but it's he always has great things to say. She's like, he's doing so well academically. And I'm just like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. She's like, yeah, he does so well academically. And for him to not have gone to preschool, I'm just so impressed. And um, I said, yeah, you know, we homeschooled him. She's like, so what kind of program was it? And I was like, well, it wasn't a program like myself. <laughs> a friend of mine, we put together our own curriculum and we taught each like our kids, you know, over Zoom. She said, really? I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I wish other parents would have done that because it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of work, okay? Like, it's a lot of work, but I really appreciate you guys working with him and he's just doing extremely well. So that just warmed my little heart and made me feel so good. But I'm just like, boy, why, cannot, why can't you um, follow the rules and, and be a good listener at home? all the time like she, I'm like 100% of the time she's like I never have to worry about him not being in line if I say it's time to line up he lines up if I say let's put let's start cleaning up he cleans up and I'm like really you only have to say it one time she's like one time usually she's like with him I rarely have to repeat myself and I'm like girl what you got the juice or what what <laughs> But it always makes you feel good as a parent, even if your kids do act up with you a certain way or whatever, right. it just goes to show that whatever you're teaching them is sticking. They right. know that when they step outside of this household, they better not try it, right? So right. it still made us feel good as parents that, you know, he is a stickler for the rules. He pays attention and he's listening to her because that's what we've instilled in him. We've told him, you know, when you're at school, she's the boss. You listen to her. Make sure, because if you don't, then you might put yourself in danger. You need to follow the rules, things like that. So it was a really nice um, meeting. And yeah, just really happy with that. 
it's a it's like such it's the best feeling in the world when like a teacher says those amazing things about your child you're like it just it just makes you like because you you know like as a parent you rarely get the confirmation you know yes yes and so that's such a big that's awesome I'm so happy to hear that yay yay your turn so last week oh this is what happened on Friday okay we have a, a technology drawer in our house in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. Where like random little pieces of technology are in there, wires, you know, little random stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my daughter opened the opened it, and she pulled this she pulled this thing out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we asked her like, "What is that, like Audrey? What what is that in your hand?" Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Uh, it's a walkie." Like a walkie-talkie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl. Oh, gosh. It's late now. <laughs> it's a flip phone. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. She just you know, I, what flip phone looks like. She, when we, when we opened that, when we flipped that thing open and said, it's a phone, she was like, wow. Whoa! <laughs> Never seen a phone like that. <laughs> yeah, so now she she was pretending talking on it, but she was just so confused. Like this is like whoa! Like she was like this is a walkie-talkie. No, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. So, Someone said that like you know how like back in the day, if you were like pretending to do a phone call, you have like a thumb up and a pinky down. Right. My kids these days they wouldn't know what that is if you put that to your face like this. They're like, what is that? <laughs> Right. It has to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> it got to be flat. Or a speakerphone like this. Because <laughs> I rarely put my phone in my face. I'd be yeah. like, oh. that's Isn't that cool. so funny? That is so funny. Like, I love they have her. no clue. I love her. The meme that you posted, I mean, the reel that you posted with all the dolls' hair cut off. <laughs> You know what? I've been thinking about redoing that and putting a popular sound behind it because that's a good video. And that is not a getting really the good video. And it's not getting the views it deserves. I feel like ever since they decided that, because um, even when you put popular sounds, sometimes they don't do well. The last two reels that I posted have pop- had popular sounds and they still didn't do like as well. I think because now they're going to start paying people for reels. Yeah. They, they're switching up how it how it works so we're just gonna have to hold tight and see what the new tricks are <laughs> see you know what my thing is it's like we post stuff on instagram to share it but they don't show people what you post oh you have all these people and nobody's ever seen anything like it'd be the same 50 people seeing your stuff like yeah so yeah it's weird they don't share it to anyone if that they want you to pay they want you to pay to show your stuff right so like where's this heading <laughs> Whew, that's a whole nother story yeah because if, if the whole app becomes you gotta pay to be seen then mm-hmm. like i i have a business online i sometimes you you pay and you still don't get seen <laughs> right they tell you that you got seen but you don't see the evidence of it anywhere else yeah, so I'm trying to figure out people are going to get tired of that. They're like, you reached a thousand people today. Where? Where? <laughs> right, <exactly>. Where? <laughs> Where? 
Latoya. Okay. All right. Let's get to today's topic. Wait, that's why we're gonna be switching to YouTube. Okay. Anyway. Period. Okay. Or uh, what? It, what's it called? The the on um Instagram. TV, IGTV. They said that they show those more often too. But who, who knows? Might have to go to TikTok. Cause TikTok be uh pumping everybody up. I know, I do. I do. One day we will. Um anyway, so today's topic, we're actually gonna be talking about mom burnout. So this is a topic that um come across our radar lately. And I we thought it was interesting because um you know as moms there are certain things that you go through and that you feel and it's usually like something that's normalized like moms are just tired you know right moms are just like busy and you know it's a stressful job you know yeah we don't really put a title on it to say that that's not okay like it doesn't have to be like that all the time like of course you're going to get stressed out with life of course you're going to be tired um because that's just a part of life but if it's constant then you might be experiencing mom burnout the definition of mom burnout is emotional and physical exhaustion that you feel from chronic stress of parenting so there's ways and there's signs um that can point to that this is coming directly from parenting and we're going to share those with you guys today just so that we can begin to recognize when something may be a little off or affecting us in a way that we may not have recognized because if we don't recognize it we can't adjust it or fix it or help ourselves um, to be better right So one of the first things on the list is sleep issues. So if you're unable to fall asleep or if you're unable to stay asleep and you never really feel rested, that can be a sign of burnout. And I can definitely relate to this (laughs) because I'm always tired. Like I I never feel completely rested, but I will say Uh in my case, um, I've always had an issue with sleeping um even ever since I was like a little girl like I never really could like I'm not one of those people that could just fall asleep at the drop of a dime like oh I'm tired I'm just gonna close my eyes and go to sleep no I remember laying in my bed as a kid counting the stucco on the ceiling like (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) like I never was one to um just be able to fall asleep like that but it has increased since becoming a parent and there's a lot of reason why that could be a factor, um, but it is something to take note of. So yeah. if you're having sleep issues, that could be a sign. Um, something that, that was also one of the signs of being burnt out is low motivation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when as a mom, you have so much to do that when you get to that place of burnout, mm-hmm. it's just, you lose that motivation to get everything done. You're yeah. like, I'm tired of getting everything done, you yeah. know? And it's easy to just not have the energy to have. If, if you're burnt out, it's hard to find that energy to keep going, to get everything done. And before you know it, all the clothes is dirty, yeah. all the plates is dirty. 
and it's like everything piles up on you and you're just like I'm so burnt out you know yeah you feel like you can't be productive or um you're not motivated to want to do stuff with your family or it's just like like you said when stuff just piles up and you get overwhelmed you 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 can lose motivation to even want to try to tackle it yeah or want to hang out with your family yeah yeah you just feel you just feel exhausted and you know sometimes you might not even realize that it's happening like other people in your life may point it out like you kind of it kind of seems like you're changing a little bit like are you okay you'd be like i'm fine like what are you talking about because you know if you're dealing with it on a daily basis you don't really know where it's coming from um another thing that ties into that could be um irritability so mm-hmm. You, you know, when people are asking you, like, are you okay? Like, I'm fine. Like, what are you talking about? I'm fine. <laughs> you know, you become, <laughs> you become snappy with your kids, with your spouse, uh, with your colleagues, who's, whoever is around you. Um, you might not want to be touched as much by your kids or your spouse. Um, just being irritated by every little thing because you're overwhelmed. And instead of realizing that you just kind of keep pushing through because you have to do what you got to do, right? Things still have to get done, but now they're going to get the attitude with it. Yeah. And, you know, you don't ever want to make your, your children feel like they're the cause of that or anything. But when you're dealing with this, you, sometimes you can't even help, help it enough to recognize it. So if someone is mentioning that to you, then it might be something to take note of. Like if you're hearing it more often than not, um, it might be something to take note of. Like, am I easily, is my temper easily um, triggered? Um, Did I have to respond in that way? Like whatever they said was that warranted by um, that reaction? Like I could have done better in that moment, but if you're already irritated, everything gonna irritate you. Yeah. Okay. Everything. You're breathing too hard. Like I just clean that up. Put that back. Like, my, I just wanted some water. <laughs> like, you know, it can be something as simple as that. So that's another thing to take note of. And next up is anxiety. Um, when you're burnt out, it can start to make you feel so anxious because it's like your to-do list and again all the things around you um it can just bring out that anxiety or increase your anxiety of being a mom right and you even start to like doubt your ability like right am i even capable of doing this and or um i can never get things right like you start being hard on yourself or overthinking everything and feeling like whatever you do is not good enough and you know um you just get so anxious that you can't get anything done and what's crazy is a lot of these symptoms are symptoms of like depression right so Mm -hmm. that can go hand in hand with this burnout if you don't get a hold of it and like I was talking about before it feels like a lot of these things are kind of like normalized in motherhood 
Yeah. And it's just a part of the process. Like you have so much on your plate to do. Of course, you're going to be a little anxious sometimes. Of course, you're not going to be getting any sleep. Like that's the, one of the first things that people tell you when you get pregnant is like, be prepared not to get no sleep for the rest of your life. Like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. There's things that we can do to help ourselves get to a place where we're having regular sleep. But if we don't recognize it as an issue because we've been programmed to think that this is a normal part of motherhood, then it's harder to want to tackle these issues. You know, it's not okay to never sleep until your kid is out of your house. Like, that's not okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, we got to get them to school, pick them up, feed them. Like, we need some sleep to operate. (laughs) Yeah, you you need that to be able to... To keep moving forward you need energy um if you're not motivated how can you get anything done yeah. so if you start to recognize some of these things that we've already mentioned then you might be experiencing um mom burnout another thing is constant forgetfulness now i know mm-hmm. i always blame this on just a postpartum like thing like all <laughs> oh, these kids took my memory like <laughs> mom brain we all say mom brain like you know like oh i got mom brain um but constant forgetfulness like appointments um returning messages to people or calls simple information like what's their birthday again like (laughs) if you are experiencing this this could be another sign of mom burnout which is crazy because like i said before like bro Today, I forgot what I was doing. Look, I can't remember what I was doing when I forgot what I was doing. But (laughs) yesterday, I I don't know what happened yesterday. (laughs) I I know, but I know like just from doing the research for this show today, I was like, dang, I really do experience the constant forgetfulness. And it's like, I don't, am I burnt out? Do I feel burnt out? I don't think I'm burnt out. Like... (laughs) Because then it feels like burnout kind of feels like a little bit of a negative connotation. Yes. As if like, and like then you have like a little bit of mom guilt. Like, can I not handle? Then you start second guessing yourself because you're in burnout, and then you're like, wait, yeah, am I not? Am I not capable? Or what am I doing? Or, you know, anxiety. The anxiety. Yeah. it's like it's like a constant circle. It's like it's a circle. constant circle of things. It's like to keep you in this cycle but there are things that we can do to help get ourselves out of that cycle yes and i feel like something that is often talked about especially with moms women in general is self-care and i feel like it can be like a a buzzword that is always talked about it's like how are you handling your self-care are you taking care of yourself it looks different for everybody but you need to do it and it's like okay yeah girl i go get my nails done but (laughs) is that really like taking care of your soul like taking care of your mental health like what's really going on with you no because when you're in the nail shop it's loud you you trying to hurry up and get out of there. You you pissed off because you had an appointment and they didn't take you at your appointment time. It, it's a stressful, it can be a stressful environment if you're not going to the right place. So, you know, we have to figure out what does that self-care look like for us? Some of the things that were listed um, as self-care, but taking care of your body and our body is tied to our mental. So 
Um, if you're taking care of your body by drinking water, it gives you more energy. It helps clear your mind. Eating healthy. Um, you know, we've heard this before. Unhealthy foods can cause you to be sl more sluggish and tired and unmotivated. And what is that leading to? You know, it's like it exactly. all works hand in hand. So if we're drinking our water, if we're trying to eat healthy, trying to get in some form of exercise, whether it's walking our kids or um, just parking a little further when we have to go somewhere to walk up to the front door, um, whatever we can do to like kind of get our endorphins going and help us just feel more positive about ourselves. A lot of moms suffer with weight issues and that can be from when you're so into your kids and what your kids have going on we don't plan out our meals we plan out their meals so, right and we eat the leftovers or if they're eating chicken nuggets we're eating chicken nuggets like you know whatever it's like we come last and so i feel like in order to decrease the burnout you have to start putting yourself first as well so drinking the water eating healthy exercising getting dressed in the morning. We talked about this on a recent episode. I forgot what episode it was. Yeah. Um, but we talked about um, like getting dressed and make sure you can do your morning routine. Like that helps a lot because you felt, you start your day feeling like you did something for me. Right. Not, not me as somebody's mama, me as Kendra. Like I took care of myself today. Like I make sure I did my skincare with the products that I like to use. I made sure I drink water out of the water bottle that I like. Like <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, so all those little things make a difference. I feel like too, um, especially now with the three, I have to exercise. I not yeah. I, I try not to look at it as exercise. I just try to look at it as being active. Mm. because okay. I need every endorphin available to me <laughs> okay I need every endorphin available because the Roblox the Minecraft the dolls the tea time the baby <laughs> time yeah and so one thing I've just been a big stickler on is like I gotta go to bed y'all going to bed oh y'all not going to bed well I'm going to bed okay <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm going to sleep. Right, right. <laughs> sleep, being active. Because sometimes when I look at my schedule in the day, like, I don't even know how I do it. And so one thing that I've, I've put the top, because I don't, I, don't, I don't do burnout. I don't like burnout. I don't want to be stressed out. It's my one thing. Mm -hmm. I refuse to be stressed. I don't like yeah. to be stressed. Stress don't look good on me. I don't yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to, I don't want to embark. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> and like the second I feel stressed, I clear my whole schedule. Oh, that's good. I don't play with no stress. I'll clear the whole schedule. Just like this past Friday, I had a headache. I clear the whole schedule. I'm staying home. I'm not playing with no stress. Yeah, or no that's headache. good. That's good. You have to put yourself as a priority. Like, yeah. Because if you don't, you're not good to anybody. Yeah. So I like what you said about, you know, putting that stuff to the side because you have to prioritize the task and things that you have to do. Like, do I have to do all this today? Right. Like, if it's going to make me feel 
completely depleted when I get home and I have nothing left for myself or my family, what's the point? Yeah. Like, do I look at, look at your, your task list. Do I need to actually do all this stuff today or am I just dumping stuff on the list? Yeah. And I saw something on the, um, we have this thing, this page with the coping with burnout and they noted that a good way to, to cope with it is to map out your day the night before. Mm. And I do that. And that really makes me feel good because when you get, you check everything off throughout the day, yeah, it's just a, it's like a motivational booster. Like it's an, endor- like it just boosts your day. Like, Oh, I have these things on my list today and I checked them all off. And when I don't check off that day, I push it to the next day and it gets yeah. checked off the next day. That's really you know? Good. Yeah. But map, because so, when you can map out your day, because sometimes you can feel very, very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But if you can map out your whole day the night before, then yeah. you're not surprised by your day. You know yeah. what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. And also with mapping out, you can plan like your meal prep. Like if yeah. you want to get your groceries delivered, like if it's too much for you to try to do it all, like there's so many different apps and things that you can u- utilize to kind of like make your life easier. Um, sometimes we don't do things out of lack of access, but mm-hmm. these days everything is at your fingertips. And mm-hmm. even if you can't afford to get them delivered, you can do a pickup. Like if it's extra money to get them delivering and like, that's not in the budget, do a curbside pickup because at least you don't have to walk through the store, get everything, just go pick it up and keep it moving. Um, If you can meal prep your meals, um, if not, delegate the task. Like, I feel like a lot of times as women, we feel like we have to do it all. And if you have a good partner, I understand some people don't have partners and some people don't have partners who are willing to help. And I feel for y'all, that's terrible. But if you do have a partner and you maybe have just haven't asked for help, I challenge you to ask for help. Like just for small tasks. Cause I know sometimes as women, we're like, listen, they ain't going to do it right. I don't want to have to do it again. I'm going to just do it myself. Cool. Right. I feel you. Cause I'm the same way. But (laughs) there are certain (laughs) things that you can delegate to your partner if you have older children or whatever. Just because you're the woman of the house doesn't mean you have to do everything. It's 2020. Get some help. They can cut up something. They can clean up while you're cooking. They can make their own sandwiches. If they can reach the counter, they can make their own sandwiches, okay? You know, it's little stuff that you can just delegate and this is a good one that I saw when I was doing my research it said um, don't expect for things to happen at the same pace you did before baby Mm, so to me that just means like if you have an expectations that are the opposite of your reality you're gonna be disappointed right like you are no longer just you by yourself so you're not going to be able to just get up and go and like, oh, I can just leave that for later. I can go run out to the store at 9 p.m. Like, girl, no, you can't because you got to pack that baby up. They're already going to be asleep. Like there's, you have to realize what's in your capacity to do. You're not right. 
you don't live the same life that you did before you had children. And that's okay. You just have to adjust and you have to reestablish how your life is going to be. You know, I might not be able to, these are the things that were priority before I had children are not the same on the priority list. And once you can come to that reality and stop trying to get back to your old self and, you know, embrace who you are and elevate who you are now, you'll free your mind up, first of all. Because right. a lot of times we could be stuck in the past because we felt like that was a better life. Like, oh, like, oh, I'm always so stressed now. Back then, like, I could just go free and I could just, you know. And that's not a bad thing. We all think about our past life, okay? Yeah. Okay. We-, <laughs> we all think about life before children. Like, me and my husband were talking about that the other day. Like, if we wanted to go somewhere, we would literally just get up and go. Yeah. And it's not to say that our life now is not fulfilling, or our life before was more fulfilling. It's just that was then, this is now. Now we yeah. just we can still do the things that we want to do. We just actually have to plan for it. Yeah. And once we are able to accept that reality, that it it doesn't make us feel bad. It doesn't make us feel like we're missing out on life because we just can't get up and go. We just have to call my mom and say, Hey girl, you busy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Listen, we we got this thing now where we we'll we will be like, listen, it's Thursday. Let's leave to San Diego tomorrow, and then we'd be like, yep, yeah, we're gonna pick up the kids and we're going to San Diego tomorrow. Yeah, take them with you, and we just go. Yeah, you know, it's just it just looks differently. It doesn't mean yeah. you want to do what you want to do. It just looks differently, and it's okay if that's not your pace, if it's, if you are someone who's like, I need to plan, like, that's fine. Organize your life the way you need it to be. Mm. Because when we look to the next person, you always feel like, oh, am I behind? Or there, it looks like they have it all together. They have, they're so organized. Like, no, they're not. They could be, but sometimes they're not. It just looks that way. <laughs> just, you know, it's, especially with Instagram too, it looks so, it looks so perfect on there, and yeah. it's just not. It's, it's just, just not. not. These moms that are doing the reels and things and the organization and and all these things, like it's beautiful, it's aesthetically pleasing, but that's not their life every day. This is content. A lot of them get paid for it, and it's they set up this portion of the house to look this way. Yeah, it's a, it's a so corner. They they will tell you. I forgot the girl that I follow. Yeah, but she does a lot of lifestyle, and people ask her all the time, like, "How does your li- your house look like that?" And you have like children. She has like a ten year old and like a twelve year old. And they're like, "Do your kids ever sit on that couch?" And she's like, "Girl, yeah." So one time she pan the camera so that you can see what was going on on the other side of the room. And she's oh like, and when I show you guys this portion of the room, I'll clean it up and then I'll show you. Like, it's content. Like, it's supposed yeah. to look perfect, just like TV. But no, that's not my reality <laughs> all the time. Like, listen. Like, I like to keep a nice and clean house, but every nook and cranny of my house is not going to look perfect 24 7. And if it doesn't, that's a problem. I mean, if it does, that's a problem too, because you're not living, you're not enjoying it, you know? Right. Right. Um, so sometimes you might have to limit your interaction with social media 
Like yeah. if it's causing you more stress because you feel like you're behind or you're not living up to the standard that you would like to based off of what you see, mm. then it might be healthier for you to take a little break or unfollow certain people that make you feel bad about your situation. Yeah, for seriously, seriously. And unfollow some people that you feel like you go to their page and when you finish looking at their page, you feel down about yourself. Mm -hmm. Unfollow those people. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be that way. Like you should follow people that motivate you, yeah. that not necessarily like make you feel good about yourself all the time because that's not, you know, real life. Yeah. But uh, people that motivate you or inspire you or can help you like right. those are good people to follow especially you have to evaluate your mental capacity like what am i able to deal with at this time in my life where i am exactly also a good one that i saw was limit contact with negative people and set mm. boundaries because the last thing you need after dealing with whatever issues you're, that are going on in your household is for somebody to come in and dump their stuff on you on top of that. Yeah. That could send you over the edge. So if you know someone is going to call you and gossip or they might even talk negative to you about your situation and like make you feel worse or talking about other people and you sitting there like, I really don't have time for this. Like I got to do X, Y, and Z. Da, 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 da. And I'm sitting on the phone with them. And all they're doing is complaining and being negative. Like, hang up. I got to go. Hang up. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> okay. Tell them no and just say no. <laughs> yeah. Set boundaries for yourself. If you know at a certain time of day, you just don't have it. Like, hey, I'm yeah. sorry. I really can't talk on the phone after seven o'clock because that's my personal time. After I give the kids a bath, I need my personal time. So I really don't want to talk on the phone after that time period. And if they don't respect your boundaries, then you don't need to be talking to them anyway. Unless it's an emergency, don't call me. That's it. And I remember emergency, text me. No. <laughs> okay, text me. Voice, voice me. Okay. Right. Uh, I remember there was a there was this there was this girl right. And she was hitting me up all the time for advice, advice, advice. And I was, I was like, you know, I was more than welcome to give her all the advice that she wanted, right? Mm -hmm. um, about a certain, in, about the fashion industry, all the certain time. And then all throughout the day, she's texting me. I'm willing to text her back on my lunch. I'm talking to her, this and that. And at that time, I had a rule that once I go home, I don't, I, I still do it now for the most part. Mm -hmm. When I go home, I don't talk on the phone to anybody. I don't work. Mm -hmm. I only play with my kids. And once they shower, um, I'm not taking no calls after they shower. So basically I told her, yeah, but when I go home, she wanted to talk after work. And I said, no, I don't talk on the phone at home. Yeah. And she was like, what do you mean you don't talk on the phone at home? I'm like, I'm not talking to you. I don't talk on the phone at home. And she was like blown away. I'm like, no, I get home. I don't talk okay. to nobody. I don't call nobody. I don't accept any phone calls. And after a while, my husband was like, you know, maybe you should talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, your rule is a little bit too strict. You should not talk to nobody. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't answer no call. And he was like, you know, babe, you know, it might be good to like once in a while talk to somebody, you know? And I was like, after a while, it took me a while because it was like I wanted to play with my kids and then I had to get to feed them and get them ready for bed. And then after that, I want to talk to my husband and I just wanted to relax, you know? Yeah. And also with little, little kids, it's hard to talk on the phone. Yeah, it is. And sometimes people don't get that. People will, you can hear that there was this girl, I'm not friends with her anymore, but she would call, this was Ken, when Kendall was little, he would be screaming, he is a college baby, he would be screaming in the background, and she would just talk louder and, about her issues, like, yeah, and I don't know what's wrong with him, and I don't, I don't know, is there something wrong with me, and I'm like, do you not hear this baby screaming in my ear and your ear, like, girl, <laughs> like, you know, and, 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 and because I'm compassionate and I tr- and, and empathetic to what's going on with her yeah I battled with like do I cut her off right now she's in such a deep moment but I need to tend to my kid like right. he's spazzing out and I'm sitting there with the phone on my shoulder trying to help him and breastfeed and and do what I got to do to help him and help her and it's like, bro, this is too much. Too much. And, it's too much. And when you speak up on it and they're not able to understand your point of view, they're not your friend. Because if I'm able to put sacrifice, yeah, my family situation to help you yeah. and you can't understand my dynamic, you're selfish. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're selfish. You're super selfish. selfish. I don't have room for that right now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't. See, that's why I yeah. was like, I'm not taking no call. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's healthy to have healthy conversations, but yeah. you do have to put boundaries on that when you have a family because you don't want your family to feel neglected because you're always on the phone. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, after a while, you got to be like, bro, I got to go. And you can be honest. I always see this um, on Instagram when people be like, how people get off the phone, like, Oh girl, I gotta go tend to these kids. They in there causing a ruckus, or oh, I think I gotta use the bathroom, or whatever. Like making up excuses to get off the phone. It's like, no, I think I'm gonna go now. It's good talking to you. Like you know, it's okay. Yeah. People should learn to understand. But um, yeah, we gave you guys kind of like a long list of um, of things to help with mom burnout. Um, if you are experiencing this, I think a great thing to do is figure out who your support system is, have yeah. people that you can talk to and lean on. Um, if you don't, like we talked about before, you know, looking in your your circle of wherever you are and find at least one person that you can lean on and talk to. Um, and work through these issues that you might have. If you are dealing with at least one thing on the list, take some of the tools that we presented today and try to prioritize your task, leave things for the next day, ask for help, um, plan the night before. Don't have too much expectations on yourself to accomplish these things that are beyond what you can do in your capacity right now. It's okay. Um, so yeah, we hope that these tools were helpful to you guys. 
uh, we'll try to post more information on our Instagram of where our sources of some of the, the um, tools that we got and presented to you guys today. Did you want to add anything, Nicole? You know, the last thing I want to add before we go is something that I do that I saw on the list was find a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And that's generally what works for me because I work so much in fashion. It's kind mm -hmm. of my, it's my outlet, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I think what'll be good is um, we can share something of the different ways of coping with burnout as well online. Yeah. So, cause you'll be surprised at, you know, what you could actually do and it doesn't have to be as complicated if you, yes. if, as you may think, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it can be super duper simple and the simplest thing could like make you feel good. Like going outside, like yeah. just yeah. going outside and letting the sun hit your face, taking your kids outside, letting them run around and play and tire themselves out. Um, talking to a friend that is a good listener you know, that's not going to judge you and not going to like, you know, make you feel worse when you get off the phone. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard to find, but yeah, you know what? And something that you just touched on is like, um, even with burnout, like in life, it's good to know who you can talk to that when you finish the conversation, you feel better. Like even yeah. like within my marriage, um, different things I may be going through or different things my husband goes through. We're not always the best person to like, we're not, we don't find each other responsible to fill each other up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So he has different friends. I have different friends that we can each talk to that, that when we get off that phone, we feel filled up in that area because you yeah. can't expect one person to be your everything, to be your everything. It's just not, it's just not a good idea. Mm -hmm. So, when he's like that, I'll be like, hey, I think you should go have lunch with so-and-so. Yeah. Like, go or go call so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Do this and that, you know? Yeah. People and, that you both trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And talk that out with this person and then let's talk about it afterwards because yeah. that conversation will fill them up. And I, since we figured that out, this is a whole other conversation, but since we figured that <laughs> out, it's taken so much pressure off of our marriage to yeah. constantly be the person to fill each other back up. Cause you got to fill yourself back up. You, the other person can't be responsible for it. Anyway, that's a long, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a really good topic though. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Touch on that on another day. Let's write that yeah. down. Um, <laughs> but we hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, if you are dealing with, um, uh, burnout and you got, you want to chat with us, hit us up in the DMs. Um, uh, we can share some of our notes and tips and things that we found with you guys. Um, you know, we want to form this community. We're still figuring out exactly how to do that. Um, other than this podcast. So hopefully you guys are engaged with it and you guys are enjoying. And if you are, make sure you share it, okay? You can share it on your Instagram and you know, you send it pe to people through text. If you feel like they're dealing with something that we touched on today, send them this episode so that they can also learn and you guys can talk about it amongst yourselves. But make sure you're following us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod also on facebook somebody's mama podcast um spotify 
uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find us at Somebody's Mama Podcast. Thank yes. you all so much for listening. Make sure you leave a rating and review because that helps us. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Love y'all. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.